first class trip across the Atlantic. Make sure you put them laces out. I've been out and about, and I'm loud, cause I found another sound, and I'll pound on the ground for my guys across the pond. Kick is matter, that's their song. Trust me when that word is gone. Y'all can clap, clap, sing along, but. On a wheel, they got some real deal analysis Take the wheel, I think I feel like a catalyst For this build, you know your boy is never out of it Matter of fact, I think I'll go and win a championship KMWO, KMWO, man you know how this go Yeah, KMWO, kick his matter world order Man, y'all already know, let's go Hello, welcome along to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, joined by two of my co-hosts tonight, uh, we have. Let's start with you. How how you doing, Richard? I'm good. Yeah, uh, it's uh, another year in lockdown. It feels like. Um, I mean, I'm definitely over the fact that the Packers lost. That's still not uh, haunting me every single day. Sounds, sounds like it. <laughs> are you, are you ready, ready to talk about the Packers? Yeah, I'm ready to be hurt again. So, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Mr. Beautiful himself, Jamie Byram, how you doing, dude? I'm all right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too bad. It's nice not having to worry about getting smashed in the playoffs when your team isn't even in the playoffs. So it's quite quite nice. It's it's getting a little bit too regular at the moment, but yeah, I'm all right. Mate, mine ain't been there in years, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and we are joined tonight by Adam Ryan. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, still still suffering like Riches a little bit, and uh, you know, just just glad to see that Atlanta still haven't made it to the playoffs. So that's always good fun. So, well, all, all I will say is about the Falcons and the Packers in the playoffs is that we usually smash you like we did last time. It was like five years ago, though. So oh, I can't remember that far back. So, oh, just search Julio Jones humiliating the Packers, <laughs> and you'll, you'll you'll see what he did. Too long ago, Packers are a better team now. Actually, the, the, the last time we was in the playoffs, the Packers beat us. So I can re- remember Aaron Rodgers throwing like some dirty how Mary at the end of the first half. <laughs> I can't remember who caught it in the end, right at the back of the end zone. It was. <laughs> just absolutely blew up Landon Collins in coverage. That's all I remember. Sounds I was just like, like, great, great, like this game Jake, is over. <laughs> sounds like something Jake Kumaro would have done. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't actually remember who caught that pass. But yeah, um, yeah, good times, good times. Um, before we jump into the Packers, just a little bit of that news that broke earlier in the week. Uh, the Stafford and Goff trade. I, on first initial thoughts, thought it was a lot to give up. Um but on second thoughts, probably not because of the golf contracts. It's kind of 
like the Brock Osweiler situation a few years ago where yeah they, they, the, the, the yeah. 2022 2020 is it 2022 and 2023 first or something something like that the the latter first is obviously to take Goff's contract on so and if I'm Detroit I I'm quite happy about that I'm I think they've done pretty well out of it the Rams clearly don't like draft picks no <laughs> no clearly I mean I I think that Detroit have probably come out slightly the better though I mean I know they've got yeah. golf who's who's not great but them draft picks are everything that they need to you know get going again so the thing is I, think, I guess for me like Stafford gives the Rams what they need a veteran quarterback who can win them games but golf isn't he's not great but he's not he's not going to kill the line do you know what I mean? Because he's just, he's, he's just meh. He's around yeah, the 20th just... best QB, isn't he? 20, 23rd, 22nd best QB in the league, and that's perfectly fine for him. Played yeah, with exactly. a lot of heart in that game against Seattle in the playoffs as well. Jared Goff. Yeah. He... That injury. Yeah. Wolford went down. What was it? Pretty much the first play, wasn't it? And then, yeah, he, he played, he was, he was clearly injured and he played with a lot of heart and, along with that defence, dragged them to a victory in that game. I think Goff is a sneaky, at the moment, if you want to buy low on a starting quarterback, it's Jared Goff right now. In fantasy. Would, would you sell Stafford? Yeah. Actively, oh, try, actively but, trying to, because his value is there right now. Yeah. yeah. His, his value will scarcely be higher. Yeah. Agreed. Just, just quickly about the the, the, the the actual Goff and Stafford trade was apparently... So the, the two firsts are are probably going to be late in the late picks, aren't they? Quite late picks. Yeah, I think. And then you've got the, the news that the Carolina Panthers were offering up the eighth overall pick this year. Is the eighth overall pick this year worth more or less than the two, let's say... 26th and 28th picks in the next two years it's a it's a balance isn't it but i think with the rams deal they were getting a starting quarterback back i don't know if bridgewater was involved in any kind of trade from the panthers but it's just an interesting thing to think about for me i suppose if you're going to go for the eighth pick you're probably going to be looking more towards quarterback aren't you um or you, I mean, trade, or you can trade it back can't you yeah you could trade it back but if you actually wanted the eighth pick for the eighth pick, then you're probably mm. going to be looking for a quarterback. At which yeah. point, if you've got Goff for a few years, then they might just come out and go that we don't want that, so we'd rather have the two first-rounders for two years in a row. Yeah, no, I I, I can, I, I agree with you on that, mate. I do agree with that. Anyway, we will... Fair, fair, fair play, just the last thing I'll say. Fair play to Detroit, because... Let's be honest, they weren't going to be competing anytime soon. Blow it up. Everyone kind of knows you're just going full rebuild at that point. And just get what you can move on. They're not re-signing Gollard, are they? They're not going to franchise. No. 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 Anyway, we will get to the Lions and the Rams at some point in our state of the franchise. Let's um let's take a look at the Packers. Um and um, yeah, I, I won't bring it up, boys. I won't bring um, up Matt Lafleur's horrible play calling. <laughs> um, let's start with QB. Aaron Rodgers values probably. I mean, after that season, at its highest, it's been in a 
couple of years now. I'm, in, I'm in, trying to sell him where I've got him. Yeah, I, I would have thought Absolutely that you're trying to get rid. You know, you've got a quarterback who's just got got 48 touchdowns in a season, so um, it's not going to be any higher than that. And he's only going to you got to think it's only going to regress. So you know, if you can get rid, then get rid. Well, okay. What would you boys, if you've got Aaron Rodgers in, in a Superflex league, because I know we're playing a fair few of those, and a lot of people do. What are you looking at for a, for, for Rodgers? What what are you looking to get in return? Can I tell you what I traded him for two years ago? Yes. In the Superflex, I traded him in the Superflex two years ago for three first-round picks. Where were they? Um, well, one of them this year is going to be the 102. So they, they spread over three years? Yep. Okay. That's, yeah. but the that one this year will be the 102. Down year. Yeah, yeah, and that was two years ago. And the previous year before that, that was a... 110. Obviously, I don't know where the 2022 one's going to be. So it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's trying to work out if you're looking to offload him this year and you've got your rookie drafts coming up, it, it's trying to work out where to target. Like, if you want a first round pick this year, mm-hmm. it's trying to work out do you think I can get the one five in there, the one six, or do I want to try and get a late first? And a lesser starting quarterback like a a Baker Mayfield or someone like somebody like that. I don't know. I find I'm finding it a bit tricky to try and gauge where to where to get him, where to where to, to kind of target. If that makes any sense. I would think that if you're probably going, if you're in a seat flex, you're probably going to want a quarterback back with it i'd be surprised if you just wanted the picks i mean i suppose you could have enough quarterbacks to cover it but it'd be a bit unlikely so you probably want someone like baker mayfield and Jared goff yeah yeah someone like goff would you know just someone who's not quite as you know not quite as high but then you would want the pick as well um obviously but yeah, I mean, I think you're probably more likely to go for a player and a pick rather than just multiple picks. Mm. Unless you're just solidly tanking. Yeah, or you've got about five quarterbacks already <laughs> who are going to be starting. So Yeah. Good. Anything to add? No. I don't, don't expect the same this year as you're going to get next year. Jordan Loveden, what, what are we doing with him? Like, personally, I'd probably buy because I, I, I think Rogers will play for about three more years anyway. Um, I would personally go out and buy Jordan Love on the cheap because I think he's going to be really cheap, especially in Superflex, and just stash him on your bench. Yeah, I I I, I took a fair, quite a, quite a bit of Jordan Love in rookie drafts last year, traded up into the you guys you're getting him at like end of this end of the end of this third, start of the third i think i might have got him in a few bases end of the second so i took him where i could and i'm just stashing i'm quite happy to just have him sit on my bench for the moment do you actually think that he's going to play for the packers i haven't got a clue but <laughs> I, I, I genuinely you, I, I genuinely don't know 
Um, I, I, I know it's a different setup and things like that, but I think you trust the process that the Packers do at the QB position. Um, well, I just draft uh, Hall of Famers. <laughs> so, so you mean I just? Yeah, but um, you can draft Brett Favre. I mean, Rich, if you really want to go there, I can bring up your head coach, and he's um, well, I was to go for it I'm fourth down. I'm confused that you would buy Jordan Love if you're not impressed with the head coach because Matt LaFleur feels to me like he's going to do... Matt LaFleur won't be there. He, he's going to do enough each year to be there. Uh, like he is. Matt LaFleur is tied to Aaron Rodgers. Probably the greatest... He is the greatest QB of our generation of... I'm not saying... Tom Brady's obviously the GOAT, but talent-wise, Aaron Rodgers is the greatest of our generation. Um, yeah. I, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doubt that. I think I'd agree with you. But the thing is, you see how long we kept McCarthy in the job because Aaron Rodgers is just that good. He's just gonna do enough to allow the floor to keep his job. And if you're saying he's gonna play for another three, four years, that's the end of. Yeah, I didn't say he's gonna play for the Packers for three or four years. I said Aaron Rodgers would play for three or four years. <laughs> he's not. He's not leaving. Can I, can I just make a, make a quick statement about Aaron Rodgers that frustrates the fuck out of me? And that is the no. fact that... Well, tough luck. <laughs> and it must... And I guarantee you, mate, if this doesn't frustrate you, both of you Packers fans, then God help you, that he literally doesn't see open men in the end zone unless his name is Devontae Adams. And it doesn't matter... If, and and to, to, to Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams open has four men around him because against the Bucks. He probably could have. He, he had Lazard, I believe, was just wide open in the end zone when he threw it to to flipping Adams. He could have ran the ball for a touchdown, basically. I'm not saying he would have, but he could have gone close on that instead of trying to pass it into a position where Adams was never going to get it. He's very, very narrow minded, straight Adams. And I can understand Adams is a phenomenal wide receiver, but seriously, branch out a little bit, mate. I'd, I'd say it's because he trusts Devontae Adams, he doesn't yeah. trust the others. Yeah, that, that's, how did that work out it's, in the playoffs? Just saying, uh, Rogers has always been a guy who it's always been about trust. That he knows exactly how his receivers are going to break, exactly where they're going to go. I mean, you, you think was, when was vintage Rogers when you had Cobb, Nelson, and Adams, and and, he, and he was, but like if you think back to like this when he had those three guys. And he was just constantly getting teams to come offside. And he just knew exactly what they were doing. Because then it's like, okay, we're offside, we've got free play. Right, everyone just jet. Like, it was just telepathic. Or they'd like, no, this is what we're going to do. And they'd change the play, like, just because they've had that penalty. Um, that's what, he's such an instinctive player. So it's just all about trusting him. Which is which is a bit of a doubt, is which is holding him back slightly and the Packers back slightly, no? Then they should draft a wide receiver. Instead of drafting a running back that they don't need for starters. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at those calves though. I mean phenomenal. Yeah, well, we'll get on to AJ Dillon in a minute because that's again Matt LaFleur, just we'll get on to it in a minute. Um <laughs> back to Jordan Love are I know, Jamie, you said you'd buy it. I'm, I'm kind of trusting the process with the Packers and what they do with quarterbacks. Um, so, yeah, I, I would go and, especially in Superflex, so go and buy Jordan Love on the cheap 
right right now. Agreed. Should we move on to the RBs? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So we've got Aaron Jones, uh, Jonathan Williams, and uh, AJ Dillon. Sorry. <laughs> um, Aaron Jones, is, is he coming back? Jamal Williams, sorry, J- Jonathan Williams. Am I getting j- so, yeah. Aaron Jones, is he coming back? I would be surprised if he came back. Um, unfortunately, I'd love to see him back now, but unfortunately, I just don't see it with the amount of money that he's going to command and just the cap space that the the Packers have got at the moment. I'd, I'd be surprised given the fact that we've got two other running backs. Aaron Jones to Atlanta. <laughs> I said that about six months ago. He's... He's going to want a lot of money. I was leaning more to start over the last couple of months. Probably he would not probably... have that cap space. I don't care. Everyone else <laughs> seems to the same <laughs> seem to find cap space. The bloody, you know what I mean. But I was leaning towards the fact that he would be staying in Green Bay. But as the weeks have kind of gone past, I'm I'm leaning more towards what you said, Adam. That I I, just, I don't see it. I think they can probably keep Jamal Williams. Yeah. yeah, and on a much yeah. cheaper deal. And I think Williams and Dylan, I think, could potentially do enough. They could basically kind of do what Rojo and Fortnite have done for the Bucks. Nothing flashy, just enough to get them past when they need to. That's how I see it. I think that was probably why they brought Dylan in in the first place. I, I think, I know it might seem a bit, you know, why do you need three running backs in for the one year? But I think the idea was to bring Dylan in to give him a year to get used to it, knowing that they probably wouldn't be able to afford to keep Aaron Jones. So I think actually think? one of the reasons why we're not going to be able to keep Aaron Jones is actually due to uh whichever bloke it was that wanted to eat a bat in China. Because the you know we, Everyone's talking about the salary cap this year, and I think it's going to be really interesting as to what happens. I mean, you go from, I think the Packers, we had, we had a decent amount of cap space um, available, but with the cap going down this year, it's just eating it up for so many teams. So it's going to be interesting to see what teams end up doing, because I think you're going to have, I'd be surprised to see a lot of these contracts stay as they are. I think the NFLPA will step in and get something done, like help more players restructure or something, because it's difficult. And that, that to me, is why I I think we would have kept Aaron Jones if it wasn't for the fact that Cap's gone down, personally. So is Aaron Jones, are you buying or selling? I mean, I, I don't really have a lot of shares in Aaron Jones, I've got to admit, but... Um, I'm just going to hold. Like, I'm not going to buy or sell because you could end up... He, yeah, sure, he could um, end up going somewhere great and then you've missed out on it. But, yeah, you, like, there's not a lot of teams that are, like, desperately screaming for, like, a running back just to solve their problems. Kind of. Um, Cardinals. I saw someone mention that the other day. Uh, well, how, 
much cap space they got because this is the other so they've got oh, nine yeah, no, million. I, I, I just saw someone mention it and it it, it gave me a bit of interest because then I sort of uh, dived into where Kenyon Drake finished on the season and I mean he finished as RB fourteen in fantasy on the season. Um, yeah, Edmonds, Edmonds isn't the thing there. He's not the answer. Do you know? Do you know what will happen though? We, we all know that he'll just go for the 49ers and just be in a massive RBBC. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what that's the biggest problem though, isn't it? With Aaron Jones, it's like you just don't. It, with a lot of these free agents at the moment, until you know where they end up, you you can't really make a move on it. So, and especially at running back, because all you need is to go to a team that's got a rubbish O line and. He's, yeah. he's not anywhere near the value that he previously was. So. Rich, Rich, have you got um, cap numbers in front of you? I'm guessing you do. Yeah, I, yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Cool. Tell me what the Steelers is. I'm guessing uh, it's not very good because Big Ben is going to have to restructure. <laughs> yeah, so they're currently minus 35 million. Uh, oh, big compared Benz. to the Saints, that's nothing. Oh, that's nothing, yeah. Compared to the Saints, though, but that's like saying, you know, compared to this lockdown... <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, Big Ben's cap number this year is forty-one million. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, just a cheeky little forty-one. I just, I, I, it would be. I think like Aaron Jones at, at Pittsburgh, I think would would be quite nice. It's not happening, but I keep th- was thinking about Buffalo, and then I, I just had this Buffalo are pass heavy offense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. They're kind of. I don't think they need a real mm. Chris Carson, the Aaron they Jones kind of. They, they, that's, that is the type of running back they need, like a Chris Carson, just a thumper. Um, Buffalo, they're not someone. They're not a team that relies on the run at all. And when I, I say that's why I brought up the Cardinals earlier, when I saw that, I, I sort of looked at it, and they could do with the running back most definitely. But again, they're not. They're more of a pass-heavy offense. Than they are what about the Jets? Jets have loads got, of money. They've got money. Yeah. Yeah. What about Jags? Oh, that would be so funny to see every single James Robinson owner cry themselves to <laughs> sleep. <laughs> it really would. I wouldn't, could, I wouldn't be surprised. But I like the Jags could work. They've got loads of money. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is turning up. So. Are they going to do a curveball? They're going to try after Trey Lance or something, aren't they? Oh my god! So we're holding on Aaron Jones at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just going to hold. What about the other two then, Jamal Williams and Dylan? I mean, I'd, I'd personally go out and try and acquire Dylan. I, I like Dylan a lot. He's just again one of the most infuriating things in that game, in that playoff game. You had them. Um, Three attempts on the goal line. Just give it to Dylan twice, at least twice. Just let him try and thump that in. You know, isn't that on Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, probably. But it's also, it's on every. It's on the whole. They should team. be running. They should be pounding in. You're right. Yeah. I I don't think you're going to get him cheap though. No, I, I think after, after seeing what he did to get in the playoffs and and the, the breakout game at the end of the season, you're not getting at, at AJ Dylan cheap. I think you're probably going to have to pay over the odds for him. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, I think you're probably going to be looking at it first, to be honest. I'd pay uh, that. Yeah. I got I got offered uh, Melvin Gordon for AJ Dillon in the league. Uh, yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> no, all right. 
What are you doing about Jamal Williams? For me, he's just a hold. Just a hold. Don't if you, think if, I'd if be going out. If you've got him on your, in your lineup, it's got your roster, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be going out to buy uh, Jamal Williams, personally. I'm not even like why he might be more than capable, and he does the job, but the trouble is when Jones is there as well, like you don't know then weeks Williams is going to go off. Mm. I mean, the chances are you probably weren't playing him that often either. No. Uh, so, yeah, you probably just leave him on your bench and see what happens. All right, boys. Let's um, let's have a look at this wide receiver room then. And it's uh, <laughs> it's Devontae Adams who I think's the dynasty wide receiver one hundred and one. Um, others may disagree, but for me, if Devontae Adams will be the first wide receiver off my board in any draft, um, and then you've got Alan Lazard, MVS, and. Equinemius St. Brown. I didn't butcher that there, so that went too bad. Oh, and you've got Tavon Austin here as well. <laughs> you want to you wanna full name him. Uh, Equinemius Inhotep St. Brown. Just drops the ball all the time, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, actually, you've hit the nail on the head there. All of those guys outside the Monty Adams are just really frustrating. Because... But he has games where he just goes missing. It's it's literally like MVS is the home run guy. So I've played him in a couple of leagues where you know one of my opponents whoever had like a massive Thursday night game, and I'm like, yeah. well, I need to just run home run this. Yeah, MVS is that guy, isn't he? Um, Lazard yeah, he's, he's, like, he's a best ball guy, isn't he? He's a best ball guy. Yeah, 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 perfect best ball. Um, with regards to Lazard going missing, is yeah. that just because Brown Rogers is throwing the ball 48 times to Devontae Adams rather than looking... Because he trusts... I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to work out whether it... If it's Lazard going missing or Aaron Rodgers just doesn't trust him and just wants to throw it to, say, a Tonyan or a, one of his backs or Devontae Adams. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's actually... This um, is Tonyan. With that... It's it's Tony, like Tonyan took a massive step forward this year, um, and I think they kind of occupy similar kind of spaces in the. Let's see, I'm going to pull up their. Um, I'm just going to pull up a stat so you guys keep talking. Pull something up, Adam. Um, I think that I think Lazard does go missing um, quite often. I I get the the feeling that Rogers always aims at Adams. I think, you know, like most teams, whoever the first wide receiver is, they get the first look um, from the quarterback. But Lazard is one of them who just sort of like, he's he's there and then he just isn't. And that's the, you know, it, it is a problem for, uh, for the Packers. I think the whole, like we've said about MVS, he's just a, a big play all the time, which is great if you can split the field, but you don't get that all the time, obviously. Um, and I think this is probably the biggest thing that has been the issue for the Packers is, and how Aaron Rodgers probably feels about everything, is that the, the front office just haven't backed him enough when it comes to wide receivers. And you feel like you need that, you know, that extra 
talent that say like you know um so with the saints they brought in emmanuel sanders he's not the greatest in the world but he's a solid wide receiver who i would say is better than both of them at the moment so you know you need something like that and there's lots of free agents out there but whether they do it they don't normally so i'll be surprised i mean in regards to fantasy, I, I I just take it we're not. No one's investing in these other three. Just, I mean, I, I personally wouldn't. But. I would. The only one I'd consider is probably Lazard. Like in all honesty, because I just feel like I'd, I'm probably going to, on the grand scale of things, like in a season, he's more likely to be in my lineup than any of the others. But that's not to yeah. say that I'm massively happy with any of the others i just he's the best of the worst i also think that lazard has the potential maybe to step up uh he he's the one it's like when it comes to consistency like i say he goes in and out of games but when when he is open he catches the ball every time sort of thing you know he's he's not well not every time but he's not awful at that um the biggest problem with mvs is every time the ball goes up you never know whether he's actually going to catch it or not yeah i i had him on DraftKings in that playoff game yeah. <laughs> i was like when they threw that bomb down the side i was like please catch it just please catch it. <laughs> um yeah I, I, I mean what would you trying to be get lazard for that's the thing i mean i'm not paying up to get someone like that Early third. I know I get him. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't try and get him, to be honest, because yeah. he doesn't have the consistency yet. Yeah. You just don't know what if you're going to get a consistent performer, and, and that's the problem. Maybe so something I think, like... I think it's going to take a second to get him, personally. <laughs> I wouldn't give that. That's too rich yeah. for me. Mm. Yeah. I think I think I'd be right around that border of like late second, early third. Yeah. That's where I'd be. And um, cool. good good luck buying Devontae Adams. I mean, if you're a contending <laughs> team, then yeah, just go out and splash your splash the cash, so to speak. But um, go yeah, go, and do a, go and do a LA Rams. Just sell everything. That that is going to cost you a lot to get Devontae Adams. Pay pay your league fees for the next five years, and then just ship them all. I've I got mean, a couple of Devontae Adams shares, and I'm trying to get rid of both of them. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think the value now is going to be the highest you're going to probably ever see it, to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. Looking, so, looking just to get a little bit younger with, I, I like. If I'm honest, I'm targeting someone like a Diggs plus yeah. a first or something. Yeah, something like that. And I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd probably just just because of the uncertainty around Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. basically it. There's no, no other reason. The uncertainty around Rogers, maybe not for this year, but the following year. So trying to think ahead. Nothing that's fair. Uh, let's uh, we'll move on to the tight ends and quickly uh, a bit of a breakout season for Robert Tonyan. Um, what was he tight end for in fantasy mm. on the year? Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, and then you've got other. Uh, uh, is, well, I know you. I know you're a big Jace fan, but I mean, he's probably third on that depth chart at the minute, isn't he? Behind Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, he should be, but yeah, he is. <laughs> well, Mercedes he's Lewis is, is a blocker, isn't he? 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what happened to Sternberger this year. Was he injured, or does he even exist? Like, I just assume he's like a well, tax dodging someone. I'm, I'm pretty sure Jamie has a lot of shares in Sternberger. So. No, I do. I'm pretty sure he doesn't actually exist. Like, I'm convinced that he's actually just like a tax dodge for one of the owners. Like, I've never seen him on the field. Tell me what year he's going into. Third year. Yeah. Breakout tight end, all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think Tonyan's got that position down, mate, to be honest. But... Yeah, but uh, I think, uh, yes, but I think there's still scope for, for Sternberger to, to try and muscle his way in a bit if he improves a lot. Tonyan took a ridiculous, no one even knew the hell he was to start the, the, during training camp or whatever until these reports came out. But And then, boom, here he comes. Uh, or as Bobby or as uh, Aaron calls him, isn't it? He was, um, uh, Tonyan Jimmy. was behind uh, MVS this year in um, yards, receiving yards. Isn't it was touchdowns quite... that really helped him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the touchdowns. He's quite dependent touchdown. Does, does that no. make him a sell? I think it does because the fact is, yeah. is that you're not going. He's not going to get eleven touchdowns next year. No, no. He's Mark Andrews. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like Jamie. He's a bit, it's a bit like Eric Ebron that year. Mm. <laughs> Just not as now, good, but yeah. Jamie, when you're talking about uh, Jason Stenberger and yeah, you, you know, the need, you know, the fact that he needs to improve, um, would we like to play a quick over under on how many targets he's had in his career? Okay, not receptions, targets. Um, am I just picking a number here? Um, 17. What did you say? Seven, 17. Oh, he's, had si he's had 16 targets. He had 15 targets this year. He had one in his rookie season. Oh, I mean, when you say, I'm in the playoffs, though, doesn't he? Uh, wait, yeah, he, does, he, did, he did score a touchdown. Last, yeah, got, yeah, in the playoffs, yeah. I remember that because that's what got everyone excited. They were like, yes, I'm drafting this guy next year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it needs to improve by a reasonable amount, I would say, Jamie. But how many targets did Tonyan have before this year? Let's say the year, last year and the year before, how many targets did he have? I'm just interested. Let me pull that up. I've just got the stats up for this year at the minute. So that's all right. Rich just dip, dips into his little database. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, big deal, yeah, big deal, mate. Um, Tonyan had six six targets in 2018. Yeah. Lastly, yeah. uh, 2019, he had 15 targets. Okay, so um, similar. Just, just, just trying to say. Yeah, I mean, the main difference you have is that Tonyan actually played in games. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... Well, what happens is there's so, there's so many games in the season, and ideally you want to play in as many of them as you can. Nah, just play in the ones that you feel like. Because if, you, if you're playing in games, you're more likely to get the ball. <laughs> no. That is, that's a fact. <laughs> the Packers did target the tight ends, though, in the uh, red zone, didn't they? Even Mercedes Lewis has got three touchdowns on the year. Mercedes Lewis is like one of those guys, though, who just turns out because everyone sees him on the field. And they're like, you don't need to cover him. He's just there to block. 
yeah. and then all of a sudden, oh, he's in the end zone. That's all good. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what happened. We put four of us on Devontae Adams, and someone got free. <laughs> I, I, I just think that touchdown total will come down for Tonyan. So I, I would personally sell. I, I think the Packers are bringing in a wide receiver as well. So. Okay, here's a question. If we think that, that Tonin is a sell because that his touchdowns will come down yeah. a fair bit, let's say. Let's say to what? Seven? Six? Yeah, six or seven, I'd say. Yeah? As, God knows. Then who if some, who are you going to try? And if you were going to go for a straight swap for a tight end, who would you target thinking, I can get this guy he might not have done as well last year. Obviously, he didn't. But I'm expecting him to make that step up this year. So, what kind of tight end are you? Are you thinking that um, this isn't who I'm thinking? I'm just thinking names here. Someone? Are you going? Do you know what? I reckon a second, his second year in the in the Browns' offense, Browns' system. Austin Hooper's going to take a step forward from what he did. And he's going to show what he did at the back end of the season next year instead of the start, the, the early part of this season. I reckon I can get Austin Hooper and something else. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. I'm thinking of a tight end like that because you're not getting a Hopkinson. You're not getting a Noah fan. What about Gaziki? <sighs> I think. Uh, I don't think we see much else with him. No, I think if it was me, I'd do it as a, sweet, a straight swap with Gesicki. I, I yeah. think Gesicki, I mean, Gesicki got 703 yards yeah. uh, this year. And Ponyan only got 586. And I think that the yards mean a lot when you're a tight end. Yeah. It, it goes to show that you're getting used a lot more, that you're a, you're a target. Obviously, you know, who knows if Tua, you know, there's lots of talk about Tua and, and possible trades and stuff like that. But the the fact is, is that he's a, Gesicki's a big target and he he gets the yards already. Like you say, you won't get Hawkinson. And I, I think that Gesicki's probably, for a straight swap, is probably the best option. I think you could probably get Fan, to be fair, Jamie. I, I don't think you'd get Hawkinson, but I think you get I, I, I don't think you'll get and personally, for me, I don't just. What's it? Because the hype around Fan is is higher. That's what I need. Only for. Gaziki's going through his fourth year, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Someone tell me. I, I haven't so. got. I think, so. I think so. I think he is. Yeah, I think he um, is. You you know we we say third year, third fourth year for tight end is. That sort of breakout season. He's, he's already got the yards this year, so we just need we need the touchdowns to follow. Um, I just I just looked at it. I've I've never read because it's the first time I'm sort of de- like delved into it a bit, and I've seen the stats, and that that's a that Robert Tonyan is a screaming sell to me in any format. Yeah, you just have to feel that the tight the touchdowns won't be that. Yeah, you know, like like we said, you just have to feel that that's the case. And if you can replace that with someone who's getting, you know, over a hundred yards more, then it's it's got to be worth doing it. Like I say, you won't get anything else, but as a great swap, it's not the worst in the world. No, agreed. Yeah, and that's why the right answer is to try and get Logan Thomas. But uh, <laughs> 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 certainly, 
<laughs> you love a bit of Logan Thomas, Bailey. You love him. Oh, um, does, does anyone have anything to add to the Packers for fantasy before we wrap up? Um, the only thing, really, I, know, I mean, it depends if you're that bothered about defences and stuff like that, but we, you know, there's going to be a new defensive coordinator. Hopefully they get someone who can actually, you know, defend and use the D-line a bit would be nice. Um, but they've got a lot of decent players on that team. They've been under underperforming for years now. And, you know, if they can bring in a couple of, couple of players in the draft and that can help stop the run then that defense might not be the worst thing in the world to go for agreed yeah the the, the run defense is oh, shocking um, i know they brought damon harrison in at the end of the year um didn't he get a penalty in that playoff game actually go against well, it <laughs> probably harrison. i think <laughs> the Packers run d was better at the end of the season yeah. that's all i'm gonna say Oh, and sell Aaron Rodgers. That's my suggestion. It's weird for fantasy, really, because you look at it, you probably want to sell quite a lot of it. We're saying sell Tonyan, say sell. sell Aaron Rodgers. Um, See what you can get for Adams. If yeah. you can get someone who's going to overpay. Then... I mean, I put feeders out there for Lazard. If I've got a couple of Lazard shares. I might just put them on the block. If someone offers me a second round pick. Yeah, take it. See you later. Yeah. There's I think plenty of depth at wide receiver this year in the in the draft anyway. Yeah. If you're coming from such a high place, like with the, the amount of touchdowns in the team, if you're coming from such a high place, chances are most of it is going to be sales. So you know. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Right. Um, does anyone want to? Not not from the Packers. We're just talking random stuff now. Anyone want to add anything? To, how, how's your week been, Jamie? We'll start with you. Um, it's been interesting. Oh, right, right. When was it? What day was it? Well, June. it's not that interesting. You've got to think about it. So, no, yeah. it was, I'm, trying to think what, I'm trying to think what day it was. On no, it's just Monday. really interesting. Well, it, let me explain. Monday afternoon, Rach had a, a slightly sore throat on Sunday night and went into work on Monday, and obviously she worked oh. in the hospital. COVID. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, went into work and everything, and she was talking to a director of nursing and someone else. And uh, she was like, All right, oh, I... all right name drop. Uh, well, she does. <laughs> talk to her. How are you doing? Like and Rachel was like, Oh, I've just got a bit of a sore throat. And everyone went, What? She was like, What? Was like, Well, that's like the new main sign, one of the main signs for the new UK strain of COVID which it isn't it's like three percent more in this strain right we're gonna you need to get tested you need to go home so i've come back from work we have to go and get isabel and then we have to wait and wait and wait and she felt fine just a tickly throat couldn't go into work and then on yesterday afternoon she got the results back negative so i wasted a day and then it pissed with rain today which meant i didn't go to work so, basically, got, just a lazy git. Yeah, mate. I'll be honest. I have basically had my pajamas on until about two o'clock this afternoon. Basically, yeah, that's how I've. And I've watched, I'm disappointed and watched, you didn't tell me that you were just sitting in your pants all day. To be honest, 
I did try and send you some definitely pictures. What I, would do. Some pictures I, I was sitting watching Fast and Loud, if you know what that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I would suggest you click the internet history. <laughs> Richard, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good, busy, but um, yeah, it's been it's it's been a, it's an exciting time. Uh, got a good good team, guys. Uh, I think might be on here. I'm not sure. Jake no. two of them, two of you guys. Uh, yeah, good team of guys uh, putting out some great Definitely stuff. Definitely not me. <laughs> no, nah, it's not you, mate. Um, uh, you, you just that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was like, actually, do you know what we should do? We should just give Jamie a quick round of applause for his Nine. anniversary being today. And Nine somehow, I have no idea how he's managed it, but somehow he's convinced his wife that uh, he'll go and record a podcast. So. Yeah. That is either a great wife or that is the end of a marriage. And I don't know which one it will be. I mean, she's not married. This one, I know, nine years. Jesus Christ. She can you imagine, just as a side thing, can you imagine being married to Jamie for nine years? Well, technically, I've been, I've been, married, to I've, I've been married to him for two years on this podcast. So, yeah, I know. All, I, I, I was going to say, all I'm going to say, boys. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel Rachel's pain, mate. Um, Adam, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I am I am stuck at home on furlough, as I have been since Boxing Day. Um, so just sort of going around the house, writing some articles for the big deal at the bottom there, um, and uh, a couple of other sites. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. So. Mr. Fancy Pros. Yeah. This big, big deal thing needs to yeah, stop, right? Because I am not a big deal. Like, literally, <laughs> in, in the grand scheme of things, I'm like the water boy. Like, this is the thing. I, I heard you were like the king of... I, I heard you were the king of fantasy in the UK, to be honest. That's what I heard. So, no, I think, I, think that crown, I think that crown's been taken, isn't it? That's what I've heard. Uh, you know, That's what I've heard. Only, only one person works for Fantasy Pros here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whaley, right down there. <laughs> this is great. I love having Rich Bologna at this point. <laughs> I'm gonna get a sign. Gonna... I mean, I think I can swap this around. I'm like gonna get that. a little sign next week saying I'm a dick at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh please, that's so good. <laughs> oh dear. I, I I am very much looking forward to the Super Bowl personally this week, and um I completed the game. Like for the first time in ages, I, I got stuck into a game on Saturday and completed it Sunday evening. It's um, called The Medium. It's on Xbox Game Pass. It's a horror game. I don't normally like that genre of games, but it's um, it got me, it got me going. It's pretty good. So um, go and check that out if you're on Xbox. It's really good. Um, Who do we think is going to win on sorry? Sunday? Who do you think is going to win on Sunday? Yeah. I, I I think Ux, the Chiefs. Bucks for me. I don't want it to be the Bucks, but I feel like it might be. I just think losing Eric Fisher is a bigger loss than we thought. I mean, you saw how the Bucks were, you know, caused Rogers issues. Yeah. And our offensive went the best. 
Did you see the stats Tyreek put up against the Bucks in their game? <laughs> that ain't happening again. <laughs> no, it'd be McCall Hardman and stuff. <laughs> McCall Hardman hype is going to be real. Uh, I don't he's going to have a good game. And then, like, if he, <laughs> if he does, honestly, yeah. I'll, sell smash sell. I'll smash sell him. Because <laughs> he's like the most, one of the most infuriating people to own for fantasy. McCall Hardman is going to ruin. So many people's DFS lineups. Not, not a Boys, I think we all know it's lizard, lizard time. Oh God, no! It will be, or it'll be, it or it'll be. be time to pop. It will be. <laughs> it's gonna be no. I tell you, who it's gonna be just out of nowhere. It's gonna be like Anthony Sherman. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be something like that. Just like Sean McCoy. Bookmark Ricky Bookmark Ricky Seals Jones. Don't forget oh, Ricky Seals Jones. Bookmark this. Gronk is going in for two touchdowns in this game. I'll take a beer bet that he doesn't. All right then, let's do it. Anyone else getting involved? You don't you don't drink shandy, so it's cheap anyway. I, I would have I just for your just just to be clear, Jack, I would have taken Gronk's gonna not gonna is gonna go for less than two catches. So two touchdowns is a massive win for me. Right. Ooh. <laughs> well, gonna get Rich is like just pulling up all the stats in front of him. <laughs> get his computer at work at the statistics. <laughs> oh I don't know, it's only a forty three point seven four percent chance. I'm not sure. Uh Jamie, we all know that I love Gronk. But still, not that much. <laughs> you know, for, for quite a few weeks, I was saying to you on the season on DFS show, 100% of his catches were touchdowns. Yeah. Right? I said that. Facts. I also said quite a few times, there's Bryant, cheap, but he's got red zone upside. What happened? Whole Boom. season. Whole season. So you're on my side, are you, Richard? Basically, basically, you could just replace me by having a um, soundbite saying, Logan Thomas, <laughs> Gronkowski catches everything he catches is a touchdown. Herbert and, and Allen. And Herbert and Allen. That was it. That's it. Hey, just, replace, just replace me. Problem solved. <laughs> I snorted. That's awful. Adam. <laughs> What do you think the score's going to be, or who's going to win? Or uh, I, I hope the Chiefs get it. I must say, I've uh, after after losing to the Bucks, I do hope the Chiefs win it. Um, I think Why? they're the best team in the league. Um, do you want to lose to the Super Bowl champions? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. I can't. I can't do it. Okay. If, if it happens, I'm I'm just deleting Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone explain to me? I know this is quite. A, this is a bit off topic. Can someone explain to me how the Falcons' defense kept Patrick Mahomes to seven? Was it seventeen points? Because the the Chiefs were just cruising at the end yeah. of the season. There, they were already in. They knew it. They were cruising. Do you know what it reminded me of? Genuinely, did you know when Barcelona were like just peak? Yeah, and they'd just be like, you know, they'd go to Real Madrid and smash them like five nil. And yeah. then they'd go and play like the Oceana, what's it, Oceana B or something like that. Do you know I mean? And they'll just, it'll be 1 0. Because they're just ah, like, Liverpool are losing. Sorry. They're just like, I'm not, I'm not bothered. No, I just, I'm going to win this. 
it's not a problem. Turn up against Real Mallorca. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's like and they're they're struggling to beat them. You know, it'd be that kind of a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of a deal. Um, Adam, where can we find your work and um, your Twitter handle for everyone? Uh, my Twitter handle is at the Reg Gambler one. Um, and if you go on that, then you can find all the different places that I write. I write for a Mr. King, uh, and I <laughs> I write for uh, Pro Football Mania, and I've actually just started with a betting site where I'm doing some tips on there and some articles on there, which is uh, online premium tipsters. But yeah, if you just go onto my Twitter handle, it's all there for you. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. And we are on Twitter at kickers underscore matter and all our articles are over at kingfantasysports.co.uk. Um, my latest article is up as well, Rich. So um, I am working on a new one currently. But um, yeah, my AFC East Dynasty by Lowe's is up there. Go and check that out. Um, don't buy any of them because I want to buy them. So. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is the issue, right? When you start putting on this stuff, you then go in like you put something down and then you're like, oh, yeah, I should go and buy it. And then you like yeah. speak to one of your league mates like, oh, can I buy this player off you? And they're like, nah, I saw you play, so he's not being sold low. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> just kills you. Again, Adam, thank you for joining us and Cheers. my beautiful co-host there, Big Deal and um, Baldy there. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Just a shout if you want to jump on. We are doing all 32 teams like this. So yeah. What team are we going to do? Let's pick a team. Screw it. Who are you going to do? Who should we do? Let's go back to the end of, uh, the AFC. Let's do let's the do, Titans. Let's do... yeah, interesting. Let's do the Titans because I wonder who we'll get on. We're fine we, don't any, we don't know any Titans fans, do we? No, no one's well, a Titans. We, we know we know Adam Foxcroft, but he's more of a quiz master than the fantasy mm. guy. Ah, get him on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him on, we'll get him on. Right. Cheers, everyone. Um, if you can give us a review and like and all that jazz, that'd be really, really handy. Um, but yeah, just cheers. just do five stars, doesn't matter what you write. It'll be all bad. Just, just do five stars. Just just write Rich King is a big deal. That's and it. And <laughs> <laughs> W-H-A-L-E-Y <laughs> <laughs>